I don't know how you guys will be celebrating Pride Month, but at Tepsi, we've got something special in store for you guys. We've divided this month of celebrations into four special weeks, each week celebrating something important and something that's a very significant milestone in which we as a community have achieved. First week, we'll be celebrating literature. Second, we'll be discussing politics. In the third week, we'll be talking about science and sports. And in the fourth week, we'll be talking about art. Hello everyone, my name is Shreya and here I'm with Guru Sehaj and Ishan. Hey guys, I'm Ishan and uh, as Harry Potter once taught us, no one should live in a closet. June is here and we wish you, a, wish you all a very, very happy Pride. Hey guys, this is Guru Sehaj and I wish you all a very happy Pride too. Before we commence the celebrations that are, that are to be followed in the weeks to come, uh, I think it's a good time to look back and acknowledge the struggles that went be- went behind the whole movement. And 53 years have passed since the historic Stonewall protests that took place on the 28th of June 1969. And these are the protests that started the demand for better rights and after these protests, people became more assertive. Some protestant was being manhandled by the police and they later incited the cr- crowd to fight. And But that's beside the point. There's still contention and debate over who threw the first brick, the first Molotov. But the fact remains, uh, the Gay Liberation Front was born from the ashes of Stonewall. I mean, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I do remember the chant that was there. Uh, we are the Stonewall girls. We wear our hair in curls. We, do, we don't wear underwear. Uh, okay, okay. Hold up, hold up. We're keeping this podcast PG-13. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but something that, all, that also came from the ashes of Stonewall was the, sim- the pride symbol that we all know and love today, the rainbow flag. And before the uh, like after the protests, uh, the pride the pride symbol came into fruition. But before that, uh, the pride symbol was not the flag; it was an inverted triangle. And the same, it was the same inverted triangle which was used by Hitler and the Nazis to mark their inmates. Because the community wanted to rebrand that symbol and show that, uh, show the world that from the ashes of hate, love can rise. But after the protests, the community wanted a different symbol, something different and move past its depressing past. So then to rebrand the pride symbol, this task was assigned to Gilbert Baker. And what better symbol to represent pride and liberation than a flag, right? So there's a funny story though. And the funny story is that Gil- Gilbert Baker got the idea to represent the community using a, a rainbow-colored flag when he was high on ad- acid and he was dancing in a club. Yeah, but I find it really beautiful that uh, you know a rainbow that is a color that's a it's actually a spectrum of colors is used to define. Uh, you know, the gender, the gender spectrum. So I, that, that's like a beautiful analogy there. I mean, the entire concept of sexuality is based on the spectrum. The idea that people's sexual identities and orientations, it isn't, you know, completely restricted. Um, it's very important for us to use the right pronouns. We can't just go up to someone and assume their pronouns, right? Asking correctly and making sure you use the right pronouns is the most basic way to show respect for someone's identity. When you're referring to someone with the wrong pronouns, it can make them feel disrespected, invalidated, dismissed. And we definitely don't want that now, do we? Yeah, and 
I think in in today's sense, pronouns are mostly scoffed at, but they play an important role in validating who someone is, and especially when someone is struggling with their identity issues. It's like a call to them, saying that, "Hey, I see you. I acknowledge who you are," and and I guess that's beautiful. Whether it's she or her, he or him, they or them, we stand. We understand what you're saying, and we're completely there for you. I mean, it's actually it's actually pretty uh, thought provoking. I mean, how in modern era everything changed? Because uh, looking back, even in literature, uh, that was uh, you know, for example, in ancient Greek literature, you see you find that homosexual relations were very very common. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Achilles and Patroclus being a major example of that. Didn't they have a a significant age gap? So they're like the OG. Call me by your name. <laughs> yeah, that actually is. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Are we referring to the song? Call me when you want. Call me when you need. Call me in the morning. I'll be on the way. No, not the song. Not the song. But more like more the like movie. But uh, talking about mainstream modern day media, it's uh, it's actually. Uh, Pretty upsetting about how uh, people from the community are being misrepresented in uh, in today's world. Because uh, and because of that, you see, you find that uh, you see now people actually ex- expect them to uh, behave in a certain manner. Exactly, and even though progressive measures are being taken in Bollywood and media, but the years of mocking and you know the the fake effeminate voice with the hand on the side it has damaged the perception of what a normal member of the community is like uh, i remember i watched an interview where uh, a scoop up interview where the person being interviewed he said they look at us the way we look at women so it makes us uncomfortable i mean that sentence in itself says a lot i remember reading an article where a very famous spokesperson had said in mainstream literature they would want more lgbtq protagonists whose sexuality or gender identity is an important part of the movie they don't want the entire plot to be focused on it but they want right representation just the fact that they want to be valid uh yeah that is true plus uh, fetishizing does not really help because i mean it's like it's like um fetishizing does not actually lead to acceptance or anything i mean it, it more than that it actually uh causes harm because it's like it does not actually help and broaden the perspective of their lives in any certain way so i and yeah these instances they create a negative connotation surrounding the community and fuels the prejudice towards it it uh it reduces the purpose of queer people not from humans uh who exist with us but to nothing more than a search history on a porn website it's like how cis males perceive lesbian relationships and lesbian or girls just look at our gay relationships i mean it's so cliche many people i mean girls mostly we just want oh my god i have a gay best friend whether it's to being people being represented correctly We have our famous celebrities over here, Sam Smith, Demi Lovato. Initially, there was a lot of um, rise and uproar when they came out as being non-binary or 
had their gender reveal Elliot Page for example but this actually acts as a stepping stone and helps people who want to come out it gives them a voice speaking of stepping stones i mean uh, like uh, if you take our own country for example it's been four years since uh, uh, you know same sex homosexuality was uh, actually decriminalized but it is actually it took a person like yogi adityanath who is actually a pretty controversial ruler uh, leader uh to actually bring in significant and considerable changes so yeah contrary to contrary to his image as a conservative leader yogi adityanath has been responsible for quite a lot of progressive reforms uh india's first university exclusively for transgenders was set in uttar pradesh uh the yogi government has also been responsible for amending laws which give rights to transgender people to inherit ancestral land and they've also set up transgender welfare boards that ease the enrollment of uh, the community members of the community into educational institutions i remember recently reading an article about a train station or a railway station that was set up especially for transgender people i mean if bjp and other opposing political parties they're able to come together in favor and if they're all able to come together and support something it just shows how much of a big deal it is we're trying to get equal rights for people from the community i mean it is true like for example you see during the time of uh, during the time in 2018 where uh, when the article 377 was being amended you it was actually uh, it was actually pretty surprising to see that for the first time ever you for you saw uh, par- parties like bjp and congress you know were constantly headbutting against each other actually sit down together and uh, you know support a common cause so things like these actually uh, make me feel like uh, the uh, uh, future of the rainbow in our country is pretty bright um joyita mondal india's first trans woman member who has who's actually part of the civil court she has her own non-governmental organization and um that includes helping elderly people and sex workers or when we talk about the first openly gay prince manmohan singh gohar we have so many people who are stepping up who want to make an actual difference um a few helplines and welfare organizations are lakshya trust nasadia and hamsafar trust so if you know anyone who is struggling with coming out who needs representation and is is being marginalized a member of the lgbtq community then feel free to go to the links in the description and direct them to direct them there so that we can help them out and give them the representation that they not that they need but they deserve uh so in conclusion guys while we celebrate how far we have come from a time where in oscar wilde was put on to trial for indecency in his home country and walt whitman was uh was boycotted by every major publishing club publication house we know that there are many more steps to climb we hope that this episode has been insightful enough for you guys so no matter where you lie on the spectrum we climb these final steps as one we are not what other people say we are we are who we know ourselves to be and what and we are what we love and that's okay 
and uh, I just uh, would like to end by saying this one last thing. Uh, this was actually a slogan that was introduced by Subaru. It's not a choice. It's that we are. It's the way we are built. Thank you, guys. And happy Pride once again. Happy Pride once again, guys. Thank you, guys, and happy Pride.